Hey everybody, this is Knives. Thanks for listening to the Knives Mineral Podcast. I'm going to talk about something that's uh, very deep and personal to me. Uh, you can tell by the tone of my voice that it's going to be a confession, you know. Uh, I hate to be so somber, but if this can impact one person, hit me up, uh, DM me, message me. I'm more than happy to talk about it. This is one of the deepest, darkest um secrets that I have inside my heart, and uh, it's a deeply personal matter to me. I'll just get right into it. So um, I keep a journal, and I have this one particular journal that is huge, very thick, and uh, I've written, not consistently, but consistently enough since September, I think, 17th, 2015 to today, and um, I'm about halfway through the the notebook. It's huge, though, and um. You know, I injured my back about two weeks ago, and it was really hard to even just sit down, lie down. I was I was in a lot of pain, and fortunately for me over here at work, there was a training class, so I didn't have to do much. I just had to sit down, and um, anytime I'm in a classroom environment, <laughs> even though I never did this in school, um, well, I never did homework or schoolwork in school, but I did write in a journal at school, so I guess I did do that, but... Um, I started reading my journal. I hadn't written an entry in about three months. Um, and in the summer of 2016, I, I didn't write that much either. So life has just been crazy, you know? It's been fucking crazy since I moved to Austin. Um, it's just been move, 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 move. And every now and then, once every three or four months, I come up for air. <clears throat> and so I was reading my journal, and I noticed a pattern. And it was... Up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down, etc. Over and over and over again of, you know, get inspired, get motivated to lose weight, get centered, and then I would relapse. And, you know, when I was reading these patterns, I realized it was emotional, you know, reading it. And, for instance, if there was a cause for a celebration, I would go out and binge eat. Or if there was immense pain, I got rejected or somebody out there hurt me in the world, what have you hit, uh, you know, just a fragile vulnerability, just like hit underneath the armpit into my heart type vulnerability, and um, uh, I would binge eat. So binge eating is kind of my deep, dark, personal secret, and it hurts, man, to say it out loud. It fucking hurts. Um, That's why it's really difficult for me to lose weight, because, you know, to eat healthy foods that I don't have an emotional, uh, a positive emotional connection with, an anchor with, I have to rewire that brain. And I've been rewiring it for the past two years, but I, like I said, I couldn't help but notice that pattern. And one part of the notebook that I thought was interesting is, you know, on on great days, I would go 30 days of eating well, and would you know it, I, w- I would drop 20 pounds. And it, this isn't just about, like, being fat, being thin. It's not that black and white. This is about self-esteem. This is about feeling good inside. And so I think it's very ironic, uh, and I don't like throwing that word out there, but um, it's very ironic that I made a movie about bulimia, uh, my first girlfriend who had a tremendous impact on me, because it was a first impression of you know this entirely different perspective I could never even imagine, and she, she had an eating disorder, you know, and I remember she would binge eat real bad, and I was there for a lot of it um, when we were together. She, we would go out to Chinese buffets, pizza buffets, pasta buffets like it was ridiculous you know we were 16 17 18 19 20 
and she would just overeat and then throw up. Overeat, get that high, and then throw up, get that high. You know, just endorphin overload. And um, poor thing, I, I don't know what's going on with her, and I don't care, and I hate to bring her up so often, but um, she, you know, there's a lot of just, I don't know, value and just there's a tr- there's there's treasure there if you find it in terms of experience and perspective and pain and it just makes me think and um i wonder like was i a binge eater before i met her did i have this eating disorder before i met her or did she exacerbate it when we met and either way you look at it it's sad you know either i had it when we met or she you know um exacerbated this unearthed germ inside me and um either way you look at it it's pretty sad this isn't a boohoo why me this is a you know i'm just incredibly self-aware and i want to kind of destroy this <laughs> that's the only way you know to collapse the triggers all around me and that's really hard that's really 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 hard it's the hardest thing um and if somebody out there kind of relates to this talk to me you know um i think the the truth is i had this at a very early age. I think it was a coping mechanism as a young kid, you know, uh, grew up very poor on food stamps, um, single mom and, um, decadence was in the guise of chicken nuggets (laughs) at McDonald's, you know, not just like a happy meal, but it was like rapport with my mom. You know, uh, I remember being in second grade and she would take me to speech therapy. And after every Wednesday or whenever our appointment was, we would go out and we would eat church's chicken. And I would later on go to work for church's chicken during the time I was dating my bulimic girlfriend at the time. So that's really weird, but, um, it's all correlated. I'm sure all the neutron connections and or rather neuron connections are, they're all linked, but, um, so it's emotional, you know, uh, chicken nuggets uh, today, you know, not today, but, you know, uh, as of this year, um, I'll binge eat chicken nuggets, you know, any day of the week, every day of the week, multiple times a day and dip it in McFlurry ice cream shit. And it's just awful, awful, awful. And, you know, reading my notebook, reading these patterns, seeing my ups and downs, it helps me realize, Knives, you have a problem. First thing to do is admit it, get help, talk about it, and realize that you are not that guy at the party that can casually have a Coca-Cola. I just can't. What that sugar does to my brain is very harmful. I'm just not that guy. I'm an addict. (sighs) Saying that out loud just a few weeks ago was sad because I don't like speaking, you know, in terms that are disempowering. I really don't. Uh, And I don't want to be a slave to anything. But I have to be honest, I don't think it's going to be that way forever. But I would say for six to nine months, if I could go clean, and not, not even gradually, I've been doing it gradually for years, but really cold turkey, like remove soda from my diet, junk food. I haven't gone out to eat in two weeks. I'm proud about that. But it's really just a taking it one day at a time thing. And, um, it's hard, man, you know, and I've been, I've been losing weight, you know, I lost 10 pounds pretty quickly, and um, it's not about speed, but it's just about, like, my body's like, I don't want this, I don't want this shit, even though my brain and the ego and the voices in my head, like, it totally fucks me up, so, you know, I, I, that's why I never really dove into alcohol, because I just knew I would overdo it, and, uh, you know, people casually say this stuff all the time, like, I have an addictive personality, (laughs) but uh, I really am an extreme person, um, I'm an all or nothing, everything, or I don't want it type guy. I've always been. When, when it comes to anything in my life, I'm either going to 
work 60 hours or I'm going to frown if I'm working 40 type thing. Like I, I'm, I overdo it. Um, but I had to say this cause I kind of had to put this touchstone here and hopefully in years I go back just like, you know, my journal and I see the patterns, uh, my battery's dying here on the H4N. So I better wrap this up quickly. Otherwise this isn't going to record, but, um, I'll say this. I, I remember going over 30 days without sugar back in September, October, um, 2015 and I got in a big fight with Claire and it was emotional and what did I do I I went to <laughs> I went to McDonald's man and I ate a 20 piece I stopped off at Beppe's drive-in and got a big red which thank fucking Christ I haven't had in a long time and then I went to my brother's I made um, two packs of ramen noodles I my mom had like these at my mom's house these like chicken patty things and I made like a sandwich that was like triple layered like triple chicken patty meats dude i'm telling you i'm fucking telling you and last but not least the coup de gras was my mom had um what are those things called uh not shipley's um fuck i always forget the donuts um fuck uh gosh darn it um the one that show like hot and ready or whatever like on their sign um whatever the fuck and my mom had donuts and I, I was like, you know what? I, I've deserved this. I thought, you know, the voice in my head was telling me, you've gone th- over, you know, a month without sugar. Like, go ahead and eat this donut. And I take it out of the box. I take one bite. Sugar hits my taste buds. And before I'd even swallowed it, I felt my brain chemistry change as if I just took a fucking hit of crystal meth. No joke. No joke. And I, I remember I had three thoughts that hit, my, that hit me in the head. Number one was do drugs. Number two was take out your dick and jack off right now and watch porn in my kitchen. And the third voice was the voice of reason, which is typically there, but usually gets shoved down in a shallow grave. And that voice took out my phone and took out notes application. And I wrote, and I still have it saved to this day, When you abuse your indulgences, you lose yourself. And I knew it then that, whoa, fucking hell, like, so many negative, disempowering associations are linked and attached to sugar and binge eating. And, like, I over-fucking-did it that day, and I remember it. I remember it. This was almost two years ago, you know? So it's emotional. It hurts. Uh, I am an addict. I can't even have three slices of pizza. i got to have the whole box. You know, and when I go back and I think about bursts of depression, God, I don't want to be this guy. I really don't want to be this guy that talks about binge eating and being an addict and um, struggling. And, um, you know, I'm not saying I want to be perfect, but fuck, just when I think like this shit is behind me, it always comes back up to the surface, which is a recurring theme in life in a way. But um, I'm better and I am getting better. And the, the trend line of, you know, the voices being repaired in my head, and the cognitive uh, uh, renaissance, you know, um, is going up. The, the trend line is going up. I'm getting better. I'm going to be okay. Um, and I'm much better than I was a year ago, two years ago, and so on. You know, I am the best I've ever been in the best shape I've ever been. My cardio is on point. Um, yesterday, I walked 10 miles. You know, I'm not saying bow down to me. But uh, I'm proud of that. I could never have fucking done that years ago, ever. I would have collapsed. And it's nothing but a thing for me today. I rode my bike to work. Um, I had a healthy breakfast. I'm going to have a healthy lunch. 
And, uh, you know, but there's temptation because I hang around, you know, uh, other people and it's, it's, um, you know, you are who you surround yourself with. And if you lay with dogs, you get fleas, all that crap, all those cliches. But, um, I'm not the guy that can go to the party and, and be surrounded by those triggers, man. I'm doing it to myself. I can't set myself up to fail. So I'm, I'm repairing my brain. I'm putting this here, you know, because if one of you guys hear it and is like me too, let's talk about it. Cause I'm here for you, man. And um, it's rough. It's not fun. I wish it wasn't so. But I am better, um, you know, eating whole, eating healthy and clean. I know it's trendy and hip and cool and all that stuff. And there's a lot of suffering out there in the world. And this is a fucking first world problem. Like, well, I eat too much. Like, you know, but uh, it's valid. It just is, you know. It's overindulgence. It's a Western disorder in a, in a big way and um, learn from me that's why I'm saying this well, learn from me learn from my example I don't like this I don't like me when I'm like this and um, you know I'm I'm getting better and the first step is talking about it so one way I get over shit is to expose it and to and to call attention to it because I'm forced to be accountable and uh, thank you guys very much for listening to Rebel from the Waist Down, the Knives Monroe podcast. And truth is, this podcast, I'm rebranding it. You know, I don't know what it's going to be. I don't know what it's going to turn into. Um, I like just the Knives Monroe podcast. I think that works. Uh, but I feel like the word podcast is a bit redundant. I don't want to be all Gary Vee and be like the Knives Monroe audio experience. I, I don't know. Uh, I haven't really put too much thought into it, but if you guys have any suggestions, hit me up. I'd be more than happy to consider it. I love you guys. Keep a force field around your heart. Take care.